0: Hello. Good morning. It's not morning. <laughs> it's uh the late afternoon. So what are we what are we reviewing today? <laughs> We're going to review Blade, Blade. Um Wesley Snipes' titular character in the Blade trilogy, which randomly we found out was also a Marvel uh character. Yep did not know. We're nerds now. All right, Blade. (laughs) Jump right into it. We're jumping right in, putting our hand on the blade, so to speak.
1: (laughs) We're putting our hand on the blade and it's popping out some um,
0: knives to stab our hands with. Vampiricism. That's a reference to the movie. (laughs) Um okay so yeah just to housekeeping out of the way uh the title of the movie is Blade it's the first in the trilogy it was released in 1998 it is rated R I don't know why I, I so I never I hadn't seen this movie and in high school I remember being kind of scared of it not in high school but like when I was younger I was kind of scared of it and then I just never like took the opportunity to watch it because it just seemed like so like dark and like violent and that scared me but anyway the director is steven norrington um blade is played by wesley snipes whistler is played by chris christopherson deacon frost is played by steven dorf um, dr karen jensen is played by nabush wright uh, Vanessa is played by Sana or Sana Laffin and Quinn is played by Donald Low, I probably butchered all of those names.
1: Every single one.
0: Um, yeah, I also have
1: never seen Blade, but I had always assumed Blade was just like a,
0: like a action movie, like a broy action movie, and I was. You know, well, I think I had so when we started watching it, and you were like, "Oh, it's a Marvel film," and I remember being like, "What?" <laughs> like, yeah. I think both of us kind of had a very similar reaction because, yeah, my interpretation of it was that it was. Ju- I mean, I knew it was about vampires, like I didn't before going in. I I I knew that about Blade, but I didn't know that it was a Marvel film, and then oddly enough. Um, I found out from a friend, um, that, yeah, Blade was kind of the reason that the Marvel, um, franchise was able to come back into full force. Like prior to the Blade movie releases, Marvel Mm -hmm. was not doing well. And then they did Blade. And apparently there's also going to be a, um, remake semi-soon. A remake of the original? I don't know if it's going to be a different story or, like, what the deal is, but... it's going to be the new Blade? I don't know. I think Wesley Snipes is probably a little bit too old. Yeah. But just to give a rundown for anybody who maybe is listening to this and has seen it a long time ago, or if you haven't seen it and don't have any interest in seeing it but want to know what we're talking about, um, the film opens up with this kind of, like... Um, industrial rave-esque type scene that, like, I still... Super late 90s. Yeah, I still can't put, like, um, like, a name on that style.
1: Yeah, it's, like, 90s, like, rave
0: culture, like, 90s, yeah. like...
1: Um, yeah, I feel like it's recognizable, but I don't know. You can't
0: put, like, words on it. It's, like, very, yeah. like, The Matrix, Blade... Mm-hmm. Uh, um... <clears throat> I feel like even... What's that one? The Fifth Element? No. The Fourth... The Fifth Element? The Fifth Element, yeah. Yeah. Kind of has it, like... Maybe that's a bit of a stretch. But it's that, like, leather, that, like, shiny leather, very industrial, lots of guns and metal, and... um, Yeah, so it opens up, and there's a rave, and then it very... There's a sprinkler system that starts spouting blood and then you realize, oh yes, this is a vampire film. Oh yes. And Blade comes in to kind of shut the party down and yeah, that's kind of where we get introduced to Blade as a character and um, you know, that Chase pursues that's where um, Dr. Karen Jensen gets involved as well and basically the premise is Blade is born half vampire, half human because his mother was presumably raped by a vampire. Oh, um, I don't think it was willingly. I thought she was attacked while
1: she was pregnant.
0: Oh, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Damn. I went dark. Um, anyway, yes, you're right. You are correct. Sorry. Um, shows how much I remember this movie. (laughs) Um, so yes, yeah, she was attacked by a vampire, um, and then in giving birth, she dies. Well, we think she dies, a- yeah. and Blade thinks she dies. And Blade is so Blade is called the Daywalker by other vampires.
1: Yeah, he's got a hybrid. Like he has some vampire characteristics and some human characteristics
0: yeah it's basically that he's like impervious to silver and you know he he has all of the good qualities and none of the bad except that he also has to feed so um the yeah the premise just kind of gets set up, set up that blade wants to take down any and all vampires that he can get his hands on um and kind of rid the world of Full vampirism And you might be thinking, if he has to feed, is he himself not a bad guy? But it turns out, he has this serum that allows him to not be overcome by the <laughs> thirst. I like how you said serum. 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 Um, and yeah, and then, so that's kind of the premise with Blade, and then throughout the film, we get uh, introduced to Deacon Frost, who is this uh the- Antagonist. Yeah, he's not an original vampire. He was made into a vampire, and he doesn't think that, that vampires should be in hiding anymore. He thinks they should be, you know, out and about, being able to feed on humans willy-nilly, and that's their prerogative because they're superior. And um, he is also researching this ancient text that would allow him to awaken... His uh, ancient vampires? Blood demon. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember the name. It's like Lam... L- La-something. I don't remember either. And in order to do that, he needs all of the original families, all of the purebred families, and the Daywalker. So that's kind of the premise of it. Um, It was a really interesting film. I think definitely worth a watch. Like, it's very typical of the (laughs) the late 90s, for sure. Mm -hmm. But Wesley Snipes did a really good job. And interestingly enough, like, I think what's what's fun about this is that, you know, the first movie that we did was Dracula, which was 1992. Mm -hmm. So it came out six years prior to this film. And they're two very different types of vampires.
1: Oh yeah. I I feel like there's always been like various like vampire types and storylines. And like, like I I think I kind of talked about this when we were watching the movie, like, like one of the things I love about all the vampire movies and stories is that like people always pick and choose what they want to Mm. honor and what they don't want to honor. Like, Oh, like crosses don't actually work. Oh, this one crosses do work really well. Or like, you know, or like, Oh, and they can so easily dismiss it as like, Oh, that's an old wives tale. Yeah. So it's just like, you can like, there's like these sets of rules, but there's like, they're fluid. They're so breakable. Yeah. yeah. And it's totally forgivable if you do it right.
0: Right. And what I found really interesting. So, and I remember having a conversation in our Dracula podcast too, where it was like, they're more like old school sensuous and in mm-hmm. blade it's like sex vampires. Like they're yeah, like, like a modern yeah. sex. Yeah. They're like very like modern for the time, sleek and slim and sexy mm-hmm. and, you know, very pale. Yeah. Um, and yeah, that was definitely something interesting. But I did, yeah, to your point about, you know, what can and cannot be taken, I thought it was really interesting that, like, garlic worked in this one, but, like, crosses oh, and yeah. holy water didn't. Yeah, you can do whatever whatever you want. And right? It's it just, all... It definitely... And, like, the... It's just because garlic felt a little too old world compared to, like, the industrial, like... Again, that that kind of... Uh, genre of like imagery, or that, that, um, what's the word I'm looking for? That stylization of film that came out in the late 90s mm. that, um, like guns and metal and silver all kind of feel like it falls into that category, mm-hmm. but like garlic mm-hmm. randomly does yeah. not, you know? And yeah. even light, like UV, like it's using technology to combat vampires, which I feel like is a big, yeah, like machinery, you know?
1: Yeah, like it almost feels like they're grounding it in science, like yeah. when they use stuff like that, as opposed to like garlic, which is just like, like an herb, yeah, yeah, an herb <laughs> fixes it all, yeah. Um,
0: uh, yeah, I had a thought, but I lost it. <laughs> That's okay. Um, I would be remiss to have this whole podcast if we didn't take at least a brief moment in time to talk about how fucking sexy Wesley Snipes was. <laughs> he was really attractive in this movie. Yeah, definitely. A, a, but, I mean, and I, I fully get why he was cast, it totally made sense. Mm-hmm. Like, um,. He was he was very attractive and very mysterious and like kind of again, like like the female version of Kate Beckinsale in Underworld, you know, yeah. like that sleek, dark, mysterious, you know,
1: really powerful, but you don't like know that much about them. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I think he did a really, really, really good job. Yeah, and Chris Christopherson, which too I know you didn't watch the other two films, but. Um, for the audience, I will disclose that I'm currently unemployed, and uh, <laughs> happy Halloween. Yeah, I'm just kidding. I don't know. <laughs> and I've been able to uh, binge lots of films uh, that Sam unfortunately doesn't have, um, or maybe fortunately. does I, not have I unfortunately have, I have yeah. a job. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so uh, they keep Chris Christopherson in the entire three film, and obviously Wesley Snipes as well. But yeah, it's it's. The same guy playing Whistler for all three films. Oh, that's cool. Which I thought was really interesting, yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: were all of them I'm assuming they were all uh, they were all like released in theaters and stuff?
0: I believe so, yeah. Definitely the third the third one was the most like Marvel esque, but mm-hmm. um honestly in my opinion the second one was the most interesting. But I did really like the first one. Um and then I'm trying to think what else, like, our knee-jerks were to... To, um... To watching Yeah. Yeah. Um,
1: I know for me, like, you mentioned Underworld, and that's, like... Because I, I, like, was obsessed with Underworld in high school, and, like, I wanted... I thought I had a crush on Kate Beckinsale, but I just wanted to be her. Damn. And... <laughs> um, and this movie, like, I could see where Underworld drew a lot of inspiration from because they almost feel like they can exist in the same
0: universe. Or maybe is it that, like, they have... Because I remember... uh, Didn't you ask something about if Underworld and something else were in the same... Universe, wasn't, wasn't it Blade? Just uh, so, like y'all know, we watched Blade like a long time ago. That's why. Not <laughs> a long time ago. It was like a week and a half ago. So yeah, uh, longer than. That's a we long time. Okay, are you but you're making it seem like <laughs> we watched it like two months ago. <laughs> anyway, um, oh, so it was this film. Okay, and then that's when we looked it up, and I they think were released so, yeah. like five, five or six years apart. Yeah. But I think maybe the reason that it seems like they fit is a they're both vampire films, but but Underworld also has that. Again, I don't know the word for it, but that like industrial early two thousands, late nineties matrix vibe
1: yeah yeah for sure and i also feel like the underworld seems because they came out like relatively close to each other so i wonder like where the origin of underworld came from or if it was just kind of i don't i don't think it's based off of anything
0: like a book or
1: anything but um i i wonder if it's to like appease like that audience that like flocked to blade and it's also with like a minority lead who's like put in this super dominant like position just like Mm. just a complete badass celine yeah yeah
0: yeah for sure i mean and that was something too that was very interesting to me about blade is his position as a minority like a person of color you Mm -hmm. know like and obviously they were taking inspiration and recreating a comic book character so that was already written Um, and it, it was less of like a choice on, well, granted, I mean, I guess they could have whitewashed him, which would have been crazy, (laughs) but it was 1998 too. So, I mean, I'm sure there would have been backlash, but not in the same way that it would have been in 2021, you know? Um, but yeah, in, in terms of like, it, it did seem like less of a, less of a decision on the director's part and more of like, oh yes, this black man who is half vampire. um, Like, yeah, let's make a movie about this comic book. Yeah. But it's interesting, yeah, it was just interesting is, is his position and truthfully I'm trying to think back now. There weren't any other standout black vampires in that film either. Except for the mom. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Which... Let's talk about oh, the mommy spoiler. Yeah.
1: <laughs> The mom is alive, and yeah. she's a vampire.
0: Yeah, so she... Uh, she...
1: We are led to believe that she died yes. at the beginning of the movie, and then she makes a reappearance like near the end of the movie, and Blade realizes that she's like a bad person
0: <laughs> yeah she has like fully succumbed to like the idea of like what it is to be a vampire and is like i would rather eat humans
1: and she's like f- fucking the bad guys isn't she
0: yeah she's like deacon frost's like um they, I mean, they're not like dating they're like fuck buddies essentially yeah
1: i don't think they like really
0: say what their relationship yeah. is. But she's just like around and in his bed and yeah. like she's like a slinky sexual yeah. female vampire. Yeah. Um and then she gets really weird with Blade.
1: <laughs> yeah, there was a moment where I was not sure <laughs> what direction uh the scene was gonna go in.
0: Yeah. Uh, she and I I don't know why they included that. Like that was such a weird decision to me.
1: Maybe it's like a nod to something in the like the comics or something. Maybe. Like maybe it's not really his mom. Like I thought there was gonna be a reveal that that's not really his mom. Because okay, so like if you haven't seen it, well, I mean you've seen it if you're listening this deep. But if they like, have it, you can. She's yeah. she's just really sex too sexual towards her son, and. Like, I thought there was going to be a reveal. Like, oh, yeah. surprise, it's not really his mom. Because like, that's the only thing that would make sense. Like, it just didn't make sense why she was, like, trying to kiss him.
0: Yeah. Well, and it's the, the On thing, the mouth. Yeah, literally. It's the thing, too, is, like, the scene starts. And, like, I feel like I remember both of us. Well, I had, I had watched it through and then re-watched. It with Sam because he had to call it a night and so we got halfway through and then I just kept watching it and the next day we finished it uh, together and I remember both times that scene towards the end where she's putting him in that like um that stone like encapsulating thing that like drains yeah, the sacrifice thing yeah. yeah i remember both times when that scene started i was like yeah that's kind of weird but i don't know and then it just keeps getting progressively more sexual <laughs> yeah. to the point where you're like no there's no misconstruing this she's trying to fuck him like yeah like she was being she's getting so real, overtly sexual real intimate and my thing is, like, the only thing I can think about is, like, maybe they included it because maybe they're just trying to show, like, her complete divorce from her humanity. Maybe. And, like, as humans, obviously, that's really, like, gross. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> and maybe, too, it's, like, the, um, like, I guess kind of what you're saying. Like, just they they don't. I don't remember them showing vampires in any sort of positive light except Blade, who's only half... who's, like, actively fighting
0: vampires... right and then there's also the trope of like is blade because he's like half human able to still hold on to the aspects of humanity that like vampires have completely lost yeah 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 so maybe it's just the idea that like you you lose all aspects of humanity when you become a vampire and that includes a maternal bond yeah yeah uh still very weird though and yeah. <laughs> Very weird. and you know like a nuanced examination of what humanity is I'm not expecting that from a Marvel film um, <laughs> so I think that's why it, it fell short uh, and felt weird you know yeah yeah everything uh, yeah and then oh there were some uh, I was like what else what else uh, there, there were we got a little bit of our 80s nasty sticky ugly gory like Other monsters. The, oh, yeah. Uh, when, so part of the premise is that um, <clears throat> the Dr. Karen Johnson, when Blade saves her, she's been bitten. So she's a hematologist? H- uh,
1: she's a blood doctor, yeah. yeah.
0: Blood doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so she um, is working on a cure both for the vampirism, but also like maybe more of a serum. For since I said it weird earlier, you can say it however you want. I just <laughs> thought, I just liked how you said it. That's all. Uh, and maybe a, a better serum for uh, blades so that he's not thirsty anymore. And mm-hmm. then in trying to find those things, she also found out that um, which that was another interesting part. I guess when I think about it, it's, it's very like indicative of, of people of color. It was it was with sickle cell, right? Like,
1: mm-hmm. or no no no, no. was what it
0: was it. it, it no, it wasn't.
1: was it's
0: no. No, it wasn't HIV. Um it was either like hemophilia I think. Because what it she was, was working on cell. clots blo- or it yeah, like clotted like,
1: blood or broke up clots yeah, or something it, like it, that. Uh,
0: yeah, it thinned blood out, I think. And that was the problem for vampires is it made their like blood explode. Yeah. I wanna say it was sickle cell, which, you know, is another at the time would have been very much associated with Black men and women, um, uh, I believe, right? Especially in the late nineties, I think that th- maybe I should stop talking and not put my foot <laughs> in my mouth.
1: I want to support you. I don't know anything <laughs> about it.
0: I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there was a linkage there, but um, yeah. So uh, Dr. Karen Johnson creates that, or it's not really creating a med- uh, anything. She just notices that this particular medication that I think thinned blood instead of coagulating. But maybe it was coagulating. Either way, she found out that if you introduce it to vampire blood, it has a very explosive thing. So yeah. she gives Blade this information, and then he uses it on a couple vampires, and we get these really weird, puffy, oh, yeah. explosive reactions. And then that's also how he ends up killing Deacon Frost as well. Yeah. But, um, yeah, so it was kind of this really interesting combination of, like oh, no, we're still using CGI. (laughs) Like, Marvel was like, we may not have the money, but CGI will make an appearance. Yeah. Um, And And I thought that was pretty cool.
1: Yeah, I liked the physical graphics, or the effects. Like, I wish, like, movies would use those more, because they're just, like, way grosser.
0: Yeah. Yeah, definitely, for sure. But, um, I don't know. Who would you recommend this movie to if you were tasked with recommending
1: um i feel like this is one of those movies where it could or could not be a halloween movie and that like underworld isn't really a halloween movie but it's about vampires and there's like i guess some scary elements just like this one so i feel like just about anybody could watch this um i guess if you're like against like gore um but i mean i i would I wouldn't blink tw- or I wouldn't like, you know, like uh I think it's weird if it were on somebody's Halloween list. Yeah. Um but it wouldn't it also wouldn't be weird if it were somebody's like favorite movie cuz yeah. it's it's like a combination of like horror and like action. Which yeah. is kind of cool.
0: To me it definitely falls more in, into the uh action category than it does like horror. Yeah. Just because of how physical everything was. Yeah. I mean, like he has like a katana. He's just like like, beating people up left and right. And like blood everywhere. And it's less like jump scares, less like mysticism, but I get what you mean too, where it's like, okay, but the the topic is vampires and that has an association with like the occult and mysticism and and that always kind of has its pulse on Halloween, you know? Yeah. Um, I would probably recommend it. I mean, I'm remiss to say Marvel fans because it's like, if you're a Marvel fan, you've probably seen this. Um, And I feel like a lot of people in our age group have seen this because it was such a prominent movie when we were growing up. Like, I've always known about Blade. Yeah, me too. Um, So I don't know. Yeah, I guess I I kind of feel the same as you where I probably just kind of recommend it to anybody who's... You know,
1: if you want like a action packed, yeah, like if you aren't into like spooky stuff, but you're yeah. still
0: wanting some sort of yeah. Halloween aspects, or maybe if you're like wanting to do a deep dive into vampire films, this would be one that you would yeah. include on the list, you know yeah for sure, um, and you know, further than just this first film, I would go so far as to say I probably recommend all three. I mean they were Whoa. they were pretty good. What about the newest one? And my humble the one that hasn't come out yet. Yeah, uh, how would wait, I? Wait,
1: no, there was wasn't there. It's like Blade twenty fifty nine or something.
0: I did not see that listed anywhere. I just saw Blade Blade Resurrection and Blade Trinity. I think it's Blade Resurrection. I
1: think there was like a newer one that came
0: out, and well, it didn't do well. I haven't seen that one, so I couldn't uh, recommend it. Okay. <laughs> Stop yelling, please. Do you have any final words on Blade?
1: Um, Wesley Snipes was hot in the 90s. Or he could be today. I don't know. Anyway, Blade is hot. I'll say that.
0: Well. Wowie. There we have it. And now you know everything there's to know about Bully. Don't even watch it. You don't even need to watch it. Actually, do watch it. <laughs> and don't listen to anything we say. Watch that instead of listening to this podcast. Watch
1: play and form your own goddamn opinions. Yeah.
0: We're just too... I'm sorry, that was mean. Two schmoes making a decision that probably we shouldn't. Um, what's next on our film? What can the, What can the people... Oh, I don't know. What is next? Sleepaway Camp. Uh, so, camp. tune into our next podcast, our next episode, to hear our thoughts and opinions and uh, information on the the uh, 80s film Sleepaway Camp. Lots of classics lately. Yeah. Well, yeah. Bye. <laughs> Bye.